Hey guys, Pastor Jürgen here. We're so excited you're tuning into one of our amazing messages. What you're about to hear is going to be fresh, it's going to be real, and it's going to be powerful. It's going to help you to grow stronger in your walk with God. It's going to put faith on the inside of you. It's going to cause you to be able to walk in greater dimensions of blessing and enlargement so that you can be a blessing to other people. Well, lean in, enjoy the word. God bless you. So the title of my message today is High Level Threat Warning. High Level Threat Warning. You know you're doing something right when you... When you have a high-level threat warning. You know, it's, it's amazing. When I, I began to think about that, I was, I was you know, in Rome when, and I began to think, wow, you know, we, we, we've triggered something. No wonder the word triggered is, is out there. And when, when there's a big sea, you know, Pastor Cat Sullivan will tell you when there are big seas, the, the Coast Guard puts out a, you know, a, a threat, a, you know, a high-level Danger, you know, don't go, don't go swimming in the ocean because, you know, the waves, the, the surf, it's a, it's a storm. You know, we suggest that you don't go out, don't go swimming because it's a high-level threat. Terrorism has the same thing. If you travel, there are, there are you know, terrorism threat levels. Uh, you know, the, the same as if you're up in Yosemite, you'll, you'll see, you know, signs saying, hey, because of drought or because of no rain or because of extreme heat, it is now red or really bright red. It is a high-level threat of fire, you know. So, so I, thought, I began to think about that's a pretty interesting thing, that there, are, that there are threat levels in the world. And I thought, you know, what's true in the natural is also true in the spiritual. And, and I felt the Holy Spirit say that, that, that as a church... Awaken is no longer just a church in a city kind of, you know, doing a, a churchy thing. That we're actually, we're actually, we've become a high-level threat. We've actually triggered something in the spiritual realm where we've become a high-level threat to the principalities, to the powers to, to the spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly realms that no longer are we a, a church that is under the control of the city and, you know, under... But, but we, 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 are, we, are, we are a threat to the principalities, to the regime. We are a threat to the demonic. We're a threat to the agenda of the devil. We're a threat to the agenda of the wicked. And if I was honest with you, I kind of like it. Amen. So, so let me give you a couple of quick scriptures. Uh, the, the first one, let's go to First um, Chronicles chapter 14. First Chronicles chapter 14, if we can do this one first. First Chronicles 14, 8 to 12. And I'll be reading from the, the New King James. Someone Jesus used. Someone Jesus used. First, first Chronicles chapter 14. It says, Now when the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over all Israel... When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over all Israel, all the Philistines went up to search for David. And David heard it and went out against them. Then the Philistines went and made a raid in the valley of Rephaim. And David inquired of God, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said to him, Go up, for I will deliver them into your hand. So they went up 
to Baal Perazim and David defeated them there. Then David said, God has broken through my enemies by my hand like a breakthrough of water. Therefore, they called the name of that place Baal Perazim. And when they left their gods there, David gave a commandment and they burned them with fire. The Philistines left their gods there because their gods were no good to them anymore. They came out against David. And here's, here's what... Uh, what came to me out of that passage was this was just after the phone call with, with Pastor John. And that was my, my daily Bible reading. And I felt the Holy Spirit say when there was a shift in the anointing, when there was a shift in the spirit, when there was a new authority, when there was a new sheriff in town. David up until this time was anointed king of Judah, but he has just now been anointed king over the other 11 tribes as well. He is just now, they just poured oil on his head and he is now the king of Israel. And the Bible says as soon as the enemy, as soon as the devil, as soon as the Philistines heard that David was anointed king over Israel, they put their army together I just need you to understand there is so much truth to new levels, new devils. But, but we're, we're, we're not of the kind of people that, oh, well, we, don't want, we just want to live and coexist and be at peace with devils. You know, take the warfare. The warfare is a compliment. Every time you take territory, every time you take ground, for you to take ground means the enemy's got to be losing ground. For you to advance means the devil's got to be in retreat. And he will snarl and he will growl and he will throw things and he will attack and he will. But don't you stop because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You are equipped with armor. You are equipped with weaponry. Don't, don't just think, well, I want to avoid skirmish. I want to avoid conflict. I want to take territory. And the way that you take territory is you, is you, you keep advancing, put up with the warfare. So the, the enemy comes because there's a new sheriff in town and they, they don't like it. And I kind of felt like, you know, the, the city, we used to just be, but then we were the ones that, you know, they spoke about in the county supervisor meetings and our, our name was like a curse word there because, you know, we kind of led a rebellion and told businesses, don't listen to the city, don't shut down, stay open. You know, just defy the city, defy their orders. We challenged the city. We had beautiful Pastor Victoria go down there and pro prophesy that they're not going to sleep. That Jezebel baby murdering abortion. Don't, not on our watch you're making San Diego a, a haven for abortion. Not on our. Thank God for our, our women. Thank God for Pastor Leanne, Katie Yeager. Thank God for our warriors going down there. Samuel Duth going down there and calling them out. We're not putting up with it. But you need to understand that there's, there's attack that comes. There's attack that comes. But the Bible says David went and inquired of God and he says, shall I go after them? And God says, go after them. Go after them. You will surely defeat them. And they defeated them. How many people know that we're not at any time taking a step back? We're going to continue to advance. We're going to clean up Southern California, San Diego, and then kind of move up the coast. We've got to get rid of those, the, the wicked who are destroying Los Angeles and San Francisco and drive them out. Somebody say Amen. You know, if I was honest with you, we enjoyed Rome. It was so beautiful. We enjoyed, we're in Positano. And if you want to speak Italian, it's really simple. You just hold the middle vowel of whatever word, of whatever word. So it's not Positano, it's Positano. It's Positano. We went to Sorrento, Capri, Amalfi, Roma. You just hold the middle vowel, whatever, whatever word it is. 
whatever word it is. Michael. That's how you speak Italian. It's his name in Italian right there. Katie. <laughs> we did learn andiamo. Andiamo means let's go. Andiamo, andiamo. And we had the, we had the best time. But I, I, I have to be really honest. We were in the UK, in England, and we were kind of in where Leanne's family are from, that kind of neck of the woods. And we loved it. It was so beautiful because it was so different. But I'm telling you, we, we, nowhere are we more grateful to live than in San Diego. Nowhere are we more grateful to be citizens than the United States of America. What we have, you don't realize how unique America is till you travel. When you're overseas and you see what we have in America. In fact, if anything, Leanne and I, when we landed back in America, felt like, my God, if anything, we're going to lift up our fight. We're going to lift up our warfare. We're going to lift up our... We can't let... Now, as awesome as Rome is and as awesome as Europe is and as awesome as England is, I am telling you, America... Head and shoulders, America, head and shoulders, America. God bless America. There is nothing like America. That's why she is the, she is the focus right now of the, the World Economic Forum, you know, the NGOs, which is non-government officials. These people aren't elected. The World Health Organization, nobody elected them. I didn't vote for them. But they're trying to tell, oh, you know, there's another pandemic and masks are probably going to be a mandatory thing. Well, you can, you can wear a mask you know, blow it out your shorts. We're not wearing masks and we're not, I don't even know, I don't even recognize you. I don't recognize your, but there's, there's an attack on America. So now second passage of scripture, and then I want to just give you a few thoughts. Second passage of scripture is Acts chapter 17, five to six. If you were going to describe awakened church, I kind of like this, Acts 17, five to six, Paul has just been preaching in a synagogue and a whole bunch of people got converted, but not everybody did. And it says, uh, but the, the Jews who were not persuaded, becoming envious, took some of the evil men from the marketplace and gathering a mob, set all the city in an uproar and attacked the house of Jason and sought to bring them out to the people. But when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some of the brethren to the rulers of the city, crying out, these who have turned the world upside down have come here too. These, everyone say high level threat. Everyone say triggered. We're triggering. We're triggering the principalities and the powers. It's a compliment. I take it as a compliment. They said, hey, you can't have downtown. Knock yourself out. The time will come where we're not doing this because we thought it's a good idea. We're obeying God. God says, I want you to put on something for the whole city to come and see a Christmas service. So let me tell you, they're not warring against us. They're warring against the hand of our God. We will do a massive outdoor Christmas festival. And if they won't lease it to us, then we'll just have to buy it from them. We are going to impact the city. We're going to continue to take territory. We're going to continue. Those who have turned the world upside down have come here too. The same gospel that has turned the world upside down has come here too. Somebody say amen. Amen. Now, I've got some pictures that I wanted to throw up. So um, can we throw, throw those pictures up? All right. So uh, interesting, interesting. We, we, go to, we go to Rome and we're in, oh yeah, move that, yeah, we're in Roma, Roma, 
and uh, we go to St. Peter's Basilica, which really, uh, and Morgan, Pastor Morgan will tell you this, St. Peter's Basilica is a miracle because they say that Peter's bones are there, which is crazy because uh, he's never been to Rome. So they, 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 they built St. Peter's Basilica. They, they built St. Peter's Cathedral there because, because Jesus said, on this rock, I will build my church. And so when Rome was overthrown, the, the demons that were there didn't want to move out. So they just put on new clothes. They just put on new clothes. So there are people, as you're walking around the, the basilica, and we, we, we did the tour with Jewish guides. It's very different when you go with Jewish guides. With Jewish guides. Now, how many people know that, that Moses came down on Mount, from Mount Sinai carrying two tablets with the, the Ten Commandments? The Ten Commandments. It's interesting. It's very interesting. He had Ten Commandments. If you look at the Catholic Ten Commandments, it's very different to our Ten. Well, there's one missing. There's one missing. And it's very interesting. There is a picture, and I'll, I'll have to find it and, and get it to you. There's a picture where there's this woman here that we call Mary, but all the way through the Scripture, she's known as the Queen of Heaven. All through the Old Testament, the, the, it goes all the way back to ancient Egypt, then to Babylon, from Babylon to Rome. All they did was they just kept adopting the same gods. It's the same devil. It's the same demons. It's the same principalities and powers. But now they've put on this religious clothing. And there's, there's a picture of, of Mary and the, the, the crown on her head is covering there's the Ten Commandments in Hebrew behind, and it says, instead of thou shalt have no other gods before me, it covers it and it says, thou shalt have other gods before me, is, is what it covers. It's all very, very intentional. So the Jewish tour guide says, huh, we find it very interesting that you Christians say that you worship the same God, whereas Hashem, the name God made it very, very emphatically clear in the, in the Old Testament that we're not allowed to have any images, likeness of things above on the earth or, or beneath the earth. And yet when you walk into St. Peter's Basilica, when you walk into the Vatican, all you see is images everywhere, idols everywhere, idolatry everywhere. So what you see this, that is interesting is you, you'll always see Mary and helpless Jesus. He's either a helpless little infant baby or he's helplessly nailed to the cross and suffering. But Mary is always in splendor. Mary is always in glory. Go to the next one. Mary, Mary is, the, is the queen of heaven. See, there you see Mary with, you know, which that, that, that's not even real. That never happened. But it's but it's but see Mary is the one. Uh, what's interesting is Leanne and I, our our wedding anniversary is August fifteen, and what we found out is August fifteen is a public holiday in Italy. All of Italy has a public holiday. I'm like, oh, that's so. No, no, no. It's because they say that that's when Mary ascended into heaven. Mary made her ascension, and the the popes put out. 
you know, and it was all ratified that Mary was also born sinless. She was also born sinless. Uh, go to the next slide. So you see this. This is everywhere. You see the queen of heaven. And it's the, the, you, there's no worship of Jesus, but there's the worship and the veneration of Mary. Go to the next slide. It's, see who sits on the throne? There's, there's little Jesus, but who's sitting on the throne? It's the queen of heaven. Go to the next slide. Where, where do you see these obelisks? Egypt. There are 13 of them. 13 is the number of rebellion. 13 all around, all with Egyptian hieroglyphics in there, all, all, through, all throughout Rome, because when, when Rome was divided, and, and you'll find this in both the book of Daniel and the book of Revelation, it says that I saw a beast rising out of the, out of the sea, having seven horns and ten heads. The seven horns represent seven hills where the beast sits. Rome is built on seven hills. And it says, and the, the, the ten heads are the ten crowns, the ten kingdoms. When Rome fell, when Rome was divided, she was divided into ten kingdoms. And it says, and then I saw another little horn come up among them. And this horn was, was given a mouth to speak great pompous, blasphemous words, making himself like the most high, you know, carrying blasphemous names on, on his head. And, uh, and it's interesting, when we were there, you know, we kind of saw the, the, the papacy and saw, you know, what they had. But they, they, they want Peter and Peter's basilica. They have to have that. They have to, there's no record in the book of Acts. Peter wasn't called to the Gentiles. Paul went to Rome. Paul went to Rome because he was called to the Gentiles. Peter was called to the Jews. Peter was, so Peter never went there, but they have this mythology that Peter was here and he was crucified upside down and that his bones are buried there. And then every 25 years, I know the Jews have every 50 years they have a, a, a jubilee, but in St. Peter's Basilica, there's a, there's a door facing the east and uh, every 25 years they open that door, every 25 years, and people come from miles. You know, 30,000 people go through there every day. And... You, you, if you walk through that door, it's, they say that the bones of Peter are be directly beneath. And just walking through the door, all your sins are forgiven. All your sins are forgiven. Just from walking through that door every 25 years. So I'm talking to my Jewish tour guide and I'm saying, well, and he says, yeah, you know, so the Catholics were literally the, the, the night before and the week before just go, mm, 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 mm. I mean, they're, 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 they're sinning it up. Because they're about to walk through the door and everything's going to be forgiven. What else would I like to be forgiven from? Um, and so there's no Christ. There's no repentance. It's just, it's all just. So we didn't realize just how demonic, how demonic, how, how evil Everywhere, everywhere you, you walked. In, in fact, um, uh, there's a movie called Angels and Demons. It's kind of a sequel to the Da Vinci Code. And they discovered a tunnel from, in fact, the word Vatican lit, lit, literally means divining serpent. Divining serpent. And from, from the Pope's house or residence in the Vatican to um, St. Hadrian's, castle 
where they used to, it was kind of like a retreat where they would have parties and feasts and everything. There was an, there's a, an underground tunnel. That's how the Pope would get there. And now if you know anything about the, the priests and the Pope, they're, they're meant to be celibate. When, when you walked in, and I intentionally didn't put it up there, when you, when you, when you go in and you see it is, it is, the walls are filled with pornography. It is filled. There's not one woman on the wall that doesn't have her breasts exposed. There's, there's men engaging in homosexuality. And then there's, there's men with, with naked children. And so literally that's where... They, all kinds of orgies. I remember we were at one place and that Pope died. Uh, he was only in, in power a couple of years. And so we asked the, the Jewish tour guide, oh, how did he die? You know, like, was he assassinated? Was he poisoned? Oh, syphilis. <laughs> Sy which is quite common if you're celibate. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was, it was an, it was an, it was an eye-opening tour and that's you know that's just the bit but you know then we got to go on the Appian Way and the Appian Way was the first road built it was built uh 328 BC and we're standing on that road and then and then it's so funny it was like God was amening the next day my Bible reading is the Apostle Paul arriving in Rome going along the Appian Way to where the three uh, inns are and then we saw those inns it's like it's just it was just mind-blowing so it was just absolutely you know incredible so uh, while we're having a, a vacation and eating so much food we discovered a brand new drink we're going to be introducing called an Aperol Spritz you know what it is good girl come on help me people. it's it's like the best drink ever and uh, so we, we just had so much fun and uh, it's so, so great to be back. So anyway, let me, let me kind of just finish now. So because we've, because we've kind of triggered some stuff, the, 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 the triggering is, is actually the, the devil letting us know that, that we're taking ground from him. How many people know that it's only when you, when you corner a, a caged animal does it begin to erupt? Does it begin to attack? Does it begin to... How many people know that right now in San Diego, we've got to be doing something right? Come on, somebody. When the town and country in, when the town and country hotel says you're a danger, you're a threat level, you're a security risk, we have to rescind, we have to retract, we're going to give you back your, your money, we're going to give you all of that because the when the church becomes a, a trigger warning, when the church becomes a rising threat, when the church becomes a security Come on, how many people know we're on the right track? The right things are about to happen. The right things are about to happen. So come on, stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Lift your hands high to heaven. Leanne and I, when we saw the wickedness of and the deception, and it is the great deception. It is the great deception. I honestly believe that it is, that is, it is the Antichrist church in the earth. I believed it quietly after touring it. I'm 110% convinced it is the Antichrist Church, which is very difficult when you've got Catholic friends to try and tell, but they're so, so deceived. Just to see the people, you know, all, all the different idolatry. But I'm telling you, uh, God doesn't need any idols. And it's interesting, the Bible says not to make any graven image, not to worship any graven image. 
that's gone from, so all they did was they, they took the tenth, com, the, the tenth Commandment and split it into two about you shouldn't covet your neighbours and you shouldn't covet. So they just split the ten in two to make it look like ten, but they took out uh, the second commandment, don't make any graven image. And the reason that that is so, so powerful and the reason that, that is so important is because the reason God says, I don't want you to make an image of something in heaven or something on the earth or something under the earth, whether it's a fish God like the Philistines worship Dagon or whether it's, you know, an eagle or whether it's Zeus or, you know, Adonis or whatever it is. I don't want you to worship an image. The reason God said, I don't want you to worship an image is because in Genesis 1, God said, let us make in our and in our likeness. The reason he doesn't want you to put something up there is because for you to put something up there, you have to put yourself down and exalt it. God made you in his image. And you will find that every single nation, every single nation around the world that has images that they worship are incredibly cruel to human people. They're they have an incredibly low value of human life. Wherever there's images being worshipped, you shall worship the image or you're going to be thrown into the fiery furnace because the image... No, you bear the image and the likeness of Almighty God. You are the... That's why God said, listen, I made you in my image and my likeness. Worship me. You are my image bearer in the earth. So come on, lift your hands high to heaven. Father, I thank you right now for the anointing. I thank you that each and every person, you are of intrinsic value. That's why we fight for the unborn. That's why we, 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 we're, not, we're not afraid to speak out on abortion and we're not as, afraid to speak into the lies and the confusion around I was born in the wrong body and maybe I was meant to be, you know, my, my, I've got to disfigure my body. I've got to disfigure my face. I've got to, I've got to disfigure my gender. I've got to disfigure my... No, you don't. You are made in the image and the likeness of God, but there is a devil in hell that doesn't want you to be an image bearer of the living God in the earth. Father, we thank you that in the beginning, God made the male and female. He created them. We break the lies that, that females are lesser than. We break the lie on the spirit that says you're born in the wrong body, that you're, you're the wrong gender, you're the wrong type. We, we break the spirit that wants to come after the babies in the womb saying that, that, that they have no value and they can just be they can just be torn apart they can just be eliminated they can just be we break that spirit we declare every human being bears the image and the likeness of almighty god that they are god's image bearers in the earth they carry incredible value father whether they're living on the street or living in a mansion father god it's not the condition of their lifestyle but father it's what they bear they bear the image of the living god so father we thank you for what we do we thank you for recovery we thank you for salvation we thank you for deliverance we thank you for baptism we thank you for altar calls we thank you for connect groups we thank you for church locations we thank you father god for the power of the holy spirit we thank you this week coming into awaken conference father god that mike maiden will have a word from the lord we thank you that rex crane will have a word from the lord that charlie kirk a word from the lord father tommy barnett word from the lord
Lord. My beautiful Leanne Wood from the... Father, we thank you, Lord God, that power is going to flow this weekend. Chains are going to break this weekend. We thank you, Lord God, for the compliment. We thank you, Father. We receive it as a compliment that we have triggered the enemy. But we ain't backing up. We will not fear. We have nothing to fear but fear itself and fear we will not give you any territory. We're going to continue to take ground. We're going to continue to take territory. Can we of you believe that? Say amen. Give God a shout. Wow. What an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.